there was a priest, Father Considine, who, who was quite well known in his day. He was a novice master. And he once wrote that if he had to assess the holiness to which any individual would, would come, he'd base his assessment on the quality of that person's hope, of the confidence that they had in God's love for them. If you like, it's the, it's the basis of St. Therese's little way, this immense, this immeasurable love that God has for us who are his darling children. And we get a, an increase in this when we go to confession. I think it could be said that just as offering the holy sacrifice of the Mass tends to increase our faith, and receiving Jesus in Holy Communion tends to increase our charity, our, our supernatural love of God and of our neighbour, so the receiving of this sacrament of reconciliation tends to strengthen our hope. And so really it's a sacrament to use. I'll give some advice now about going to confession. It's worth pointing out that there's a difference between going to confession and receiving spiritual direction. It's very helpful to have a priest you can go to for advice about spiritual things. In fact, all of us should have someone who we trust and who we can consult on things that concern our soul. Needn't necessarily be a priest. I heard a Père Cotton, a 17th century French Jesuit, I believe, and the king of France used to go to him for confession and spiritual advice. And this priest himself used to go after some woman who owned her living by sewing, who lived down in Lyon. He used to go down to her for spiritual advice. She was a really holy woman and very close to God. And the priest who used to advise the king himself sought advice from this old woman. It's very helpful to all of us to have someone we can turn to to talk about spiritual things and to seek guidance from them. And for confession, it's very helpful to go to a priest who can help us with spiritual advice, but it's not necessary. The sacrament is the sacrament, and it's Jesus himself who touches the soul when we go to confession. And so... Even if the priest isn't particularly helpful, we still get the sacrament from him. I generally recommend converts to sort of shop around till they find a priest who helps them and then keep going to him. But if you have no choice at all, well, just remember that it's, it's our Lord whom you are seeking in the sacrament, and it's he himself who, who gives you the sacrament, really, who, who works in your soul to give you the grace required. One reason why some people dislike confession is because they find it humiliating. Well, I suppose it, it is. And the fact that we find it so means that it must be doing us some good. I mean, if we were perfect in humility, we wouldn't find it humiliating. But when you think of what our sins really deserve, the difficulty of confession is nothing. It's like having a painful tooth extracted with an anaesthetic. You just get the relief. Our Lord in his passion, he took all the pain and suffering that our sins deserve. 
in confession, we just have the relief of his taking our sins away. And anyhow, into our sins, there's very likely some element of pride. We put self first and God second. If my conscience uttered no word, well, I've not sinned. But if I realize I've sinned, then I, I, I made that choice between God and myself and placing God second. All the same, it's not as though God says, unless you do this humiliating thing, I'll not forgive you. The fact is that God cannot forgive us unless we're truly sorry for our sins. God knows how easily we can deceive ourselves. And when we have to confess to another person, this does help us to come to more sincere sorrow for our sins, helps us come to true contrition. Again, some people are deterred from going to confession because they say it's the same every time. Well, you know, that's no wonder. We're the same people every time. You might as well say that your Holy Communions are the same every time. I suppose in marriage, a certain monotony comes in, but that's how it is in every interpersonal relationship. And so between Jesus and ourselves over the years, there may be no sudden progress, but intimacy does grow. And that's what life's all about, that's what we're here for. And so, in, in the monotony of these confessions, St. Teresa said, the soul grows in monotony. And if there is a certain sort of deadly sameness about our confessions, it doesn't matter. helps keep us humble to have to admit time after time that we don't seem to be getting any better. Or again, people can think there's not really enough to confess. Well, what we actually say in confession, that's, that's secondary. At least, as long as there's no mortal sin... We are sinners, whether we can think of much to say or not. What we see of our sins and our sinfulness, probably for most of us, is only the tip of the iceberg. We are chronic sinners. When we come to confession, we put our sinful selves before Jesus and ask him to cleanse us once more with his precious blood. And anyhow, we know that we don't have to confess all our venial sins. As long as we're sorry for them all, they'll all be forgiven, whether we confess them or not. And so if there doesn't seem much to confess, well, we are sinners, and we can come and say that perhaps even there's nothing I remember since my last confession, but I'm sorry for all the sins of my past life, especially sins against charity. It's not a memory test after all. And anyhow, supposing you get really old and your memory packs up completely, does that mean to say you can't go to confession? Not a bit of it. We are sinners, otherwise we shouldn't be here. If we were already saints, there'd be no purpose in our living. God would take us. The fact that we're all still alive on this planet shows that we've still got lots of, uh, of, of the way to go. And therefore we are sinners and therefore we need this sacrament. So whether you can think of anything or not, doesn't matter. Still keep going to confession. You'll still get the benefit of the sacrament. 
Or again, some people might even think they're wasting the priest's time. Well, you know, if a priest really thinks he's wasting his time hearing confessions, I'm sorry for him because he can't enjoy his priesthood very much. It's the most wonderful thing a person can do to reconcile someone with God and to administer the precious blood of Christ. There's no more wonderful thing a priest can do than to hear confessions and to help reconcile people with God. I read of some priest who said that when he died, if he got to heaven, he'd ask St. Peter to leave him by the gate so that he sort of keep an eye outside in case anyone came outside wanting confession. So, don't think you're wasting the priest's time. Mind you, I think twice when I've been at confession, I've had the impression that the priest thought I was wasting his time, or I just haven't gone back to him. I, I never went back to those priests. But ordinarily, I think you'll find that when a priest is sitting in the confessional, uh, we, we bring out the best in him when we go to confession to him. Then some people keep putting off their confession. They, they say they'd rather wait till they really need it. Well, is that how you behave with a dentist? Well, some people, of course, do. They just keep putting the dentist off. But the trouble is, with a dentist, your tooth reminds you more and more that you need to go to him. But with confession, your soul reminds you less and less. That's why it's good for everyone to have a fixed rule about going to confession at least once a month.